Michiana's News Channel. Your Good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Again, I want to thank R&B Car Company, locations in South Bend and Warsaw. R&B Car Company are your used car experts. So over the past couple of days, I've been telling you about a relatively new website in Michiana. It's called Real News Michiana, and this is real news for a conservative audience. And if you go to the website right now, if you go to realnewsmichiana.com, you will see four to five stories right there in the, the lead block there that nobody else in town is covering. And they're major stories affecting our community. And just, they're nowhere, okay? Nobody is covering for various reasons. But there is one person who is doing his due diligence, and that is investigative reporter Clifton French, who is joining us right now. Clifton, how you doing, man? Hello, Clifton. Yeah, Casey, I'm here. There there you are. Okay. Yeah. How you doing, dude? Hey, I'm doing really well, man. Thanks for having me on. Well, my pleasure. I'm glad you came on. Thank you for doing what you're doing. Said uh, you and I have talked before, but I mean, people are asking me, Casey, you need to start a news website. I'm like, I, I don't have time. I'm not, you know, I'm not an investigative <laughs> reporter. I don't have time to do that. Yeah. And you know, you burst on the scene a few years back, and, and I sang your praises. You kind of disappeared a little bit on me, and I didn't know where you went. And then all of a sudden, somebody sends this website to me, and I'm looking on it. And I'm like, wow, we actually have a journalist in town who's doing their job, and the stuff that you've been doing has been fantastic. Which is why I've been telling people to go. And subscribe to your website, realnewsmichiana.com. It's fantastic. But um, you've got this this story that just broke. This is today, correct? So this broke today that a yeah, South yeah. Bend so, Black Lives Matter leader has been arrested again. Tell us about it. Yeah. So uh, honestly, I, I just, I, I, you know, I keep an eye. Uh, that That's about, you know, owning your beat, right? That's what any good journalist does. And so I just keep an eye on stuff that's going on. I ran across this and couldn't believe that, that none of the other stations had, had, had gotten wind of it. Um, you know, and then at, during my lunch break today, I wrote up a story, put it out there. Um, this, this, this guy uh, continues to get arrested. This is, this, I mean, he had a, uh, an arrest earlier this year uh, in Floyd County for fighting a police officer and trying to take away his taser. Um, you know, a drunken bar brawl that broke out in front of this bar in Floyd County. Um, so anyway, I, I found this once again, uh, resisting law enforcement. He was found by police officers, according to these court documents, slumped over in Goshen, uh, slumped over his steering wheel in a running car. Um, they said with a, a, uh, uh, open container of alcohol inside. And then when they tried to, to, to get him to do field sobriety tests, all that, he refused everything. Um, so they, they got a warrant. And he fought with police the entire time, uh, once again, according to these court documents, um, fought with police the entire time while he was being, um, you know, at the hospital, had to be strapped down in a bed um, and, and forcefully had his blood drawn for this, for this uh, you know, toxicology report. So this guy's got a history of violence against police and resisting arrest. He's got a, a history of doing things that will cause him to have contact with the police and get arrested himself. Um, mm -hmm. And, of course, he's escalated those charges now just by doing the things that he's doing. Now, there might be some people in the audience, Clifton, are listening to this, and, and they're not all that surprised that you have somebody who is a Black Lives Matter activist who doesn't like the cops and gets in arguments and fights and, and resists arrest yeah. and that sort of thing. So what makes this story, you know, a little bit different than all of that, in your opinion? Well, it's because this kind of stuff isn't covered. Um, 
So there was just four days ago um, a story. Fun, I mean, well, let me just go back a little bit further. Every single news outlet here has fawned over over this guy, right? Um, they do stories over and over and over using him uh, as as this source, right, to talk about to talk about police brutality and all of these things. Um, well, even four days ago, ABC fifty seven did a story. Uh, excuse me, ABC fifty seven did a story, and I'm just going to read you the first the first paragraph. Um, okay. Black Lives Matter said it was taking pandemic relief into its own hands uh, with what it called the, quote, survival fund, a fund that the national organization uses to give back to families uh, some fiscal relief from the pandemic. Black Lives Matter South Bend said it wanted to use that money uh, for other things, right? They wanted to use that money <laughs> for uh, to fund those impacted by policing misconduct families who have loved ones incarcerated or African-American trans women because, according to BLM South Bend, they not only have been adversely impacted by the pandemic, but also impacted by society as a whole. To me, this sounds like Jordan, who has lots of legal fees building up um, from his incident in October and from this last incident. It sounds like he's just building a slush fund uh, for his for his legal fees, so he doesn't have to pay for them. Um, now, we've, we've actually seen this. We've seen this happen yeah, before in other Black Lives Matter chapters where they've done this. They they go yep. out there trying to instigate a police abuse story by intentionally arguing and fighting with cops and hoping that they can get some kind of a story out of it. And then they use their own network to fundraise as if it were for the organization, but it's really used to protect themselves with legal with legal fees. Yeah, well, I mean, and, and you know, and I'm, I'm even not I'm, I'm going to get away from the from the BLM movement and just talk about and just talk about this gentleman, right? Um, this guy and his organization here um, has been successfully, uh, you know, influencing policing within South Bend when they all have these criminal records, right? So you're, you're bringing these criminals in uh, to have a seat at the table to tell this community um, how, how how to how to police, right? Um, I don't I don't know. I mean, I, I I just don't think it's a good idea to bring criminals in, uh, people who are continuing to commit crimes. Um, bring them in and have them have a say about how policing is handled uh, within the community. And by we're talking about with with Jordan Geiger here and what what you're referring to with having an impact on local police and covering the Citizens Review Board uh, with the South Bend yep. Police Department. He's been an advocate for that, correct? Oh, he's been digging it. I mean, every just just Google South Bend Citizen uh, Police Review Board. And he will pop up. He'll probably be one of the first people that pops up on every story across okay. across Michigan. And on top of that, they're using this. All these TV stations um, and all the media here is they're all using him um, and, and quoting him. All they have to do is go to a social media page. I mean, I have, to, I have the, the picture that he had on his Facebook page. It says Latin Kings, Latin King Lives Matter. I mean, he's obviously supporting um, a well-known violent criminal organization, street gang. Um, and then going in and pushing for this citizen review board, um, you know the merits of that. You can you can argue the merits of that 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 police review board, but the the messenger of this um, is somebody who who is committing crimes um, and supporting local street gangs. Now I think you might have some people out there who really don't pay very close attention to this, maybe like you and I do, 
And they're going to be like, this is one guy who supports Black Lives Matter. Yeah, okay, he's been on the news, but he's not the organization. He's not important. He's just one person. He's a lower-rung individual. It's, it's not fair to lump him in with uh, the organization and that sort of thing. How's you, how do you, you respond like to, to name some, somebody more? might say that? What's that? <laughs> would, you like, would you like to name two more of the organizers of uh, the, the activists in means. South Bend? All right, sure. so you have Eli Cantu. Eli Cantu, uh, go to his social media page. Uh, and and I've talked to him as well. He is a, a proud member of the of the Latin King gang. Proud member of the Latin King gang. He told me himself that he is a nation man with the Latin Kings. Right. Um, he's also okay. been a part of this this movement. Then you have Wayne Hubbard. Wayne Hubbard, another gentleman uh, who is and oh and by the way, Eli Cantu has been arrested for cocaine and battery recently. Uh, then you have Wayne Hubbard, another person who's who's a part of this this movement, right? Wayne Hubbard, look him up on my case, look him up, look up his court records, um, is, is facing uh, domestic violence charges right now. And, and it seems to be a the domestic violence seems to be a pattern with him. Right. And these are the people who are trying to change the way policing is done. They're trying to influence policing. And all of them are consistently being arrested um, and, and in, in many cases convicted of, of committing crimes. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so we've got we got leadership and very influential people in South Bend Black Lives Matter who have routine encounters with law enforcement, routine guilty pleas, felonious guilty pleas, pending felonious cases and and rap sheets who are actively being promoted by local media as just concerned citizens in order to change the way the South Bend Police Department and other departments in Michiana do policing in our communities. Yeah, the narrative is what matters. That's it. They and there appears to be the a tie to, and there appears to be a tie to uh, to a gang, Latin Kings. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's it's the, uh, the 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 media here just you know um, they they just they just pull the wool over the eyes, right? Um, mm. They don't want they or they just don't know what's going. On. I mean, here's my theory with the media here, right? You either have they're, they're, the journalists here are one of three things. They're either children and just learning, right? They have no idea what they're doing. They're, they're learning the trade, and, uh, and so they can't really do the job, right? They're either that, they're political hacks, or they're just pretty faces who want to be on TV. That's it. Those are three things. Wow. Well, a lot of those younger people, too, I mean, they can't ruffle any feathers even if they wanted to. No, I mean, and they don't know how, right? Uh, I mean, I, 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 I've worked in several places across the country, um, you know, the, the investigative journalism has been my shtick for a very long time. And I, I moved back here specifically for family. That's the reason I'm here. I was covering the FBI, ATF, Department of Homeland Security, SOCOM, CENTCOM, Tampa PD, and the, uh, in the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Office before, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's what I do is, is I'm, I'm able to dig in and find information. And, and honestly, I'm not, I'm not scared to put the truth out there. Uh, a lot of people are scared, um, to get to your point, to, to, to ruffle feathers and to uh, actually do their job. You know, instead they're covering stories about, you know, a puppy or ducks being stuck in a drain or, or something, right? Um, stuff that doesn't matter to this community. Yeah. Clifton, how can people support you and Real News Michiana and this, this project that you've now launched that actually delivers real news to this community? Yeah, so go to realnewsmichiana.com. Um, I need your support, right? I need everybody's support. Uh, go to realnewsmichiana.com. Go to subscribe. You know, for thirty cents a day, um, for 
becoming a, a member subscriber. Uh, you can support conservative conservative journalism, you know, right here. There's nobody else who can do it. Um, the more I get, you know, the, the more support I get, the more that I can do. Um, you know, this is right now, it's, it's, a, it's a labor of love. Uh, and I'm hoping that that eventually can turn into a, you know, a, a full-time gig instead of just turning stuff, um, you know, once or twice a week. If I were doing this full-time, you would get five to ten stories like this every single day. So realnewsmichigana.com, go to subscribe, uh, you know, and, and any support I can get, uh, I, I greatly appreciate Clifton French, we appreciate it, man. Thank you so much for the time. Hey, thanks, Casey. All right. And we're going to try and have Clifton French on on a regular basis. Realnewsmichiana.com. Uh, you can hit the subscribe button. And like I said, when you go there, just look at the top stories that are on his, his page. The last four stories that he's published. One's an op-ed piece. But um, you look at you look at those stories. I mean, they're all major, major stories for our community that just get no airplay anywhere else. And if you are a, a news outfit out there, would like to increase your credibility, I don't know, maybe uh, go and contact Clifton and pay to syndicate his columns on your, your news product. And, and build up some credibility with the community. I've told you for a long time on this show that we didn't have an investigative reporter or an investigative journalist in this community. We do now. And his name is Clifton French, and his website's realnewsmichiana.com. More coming up, News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. It happens to the best of us, right? We get a little stiff, start hurting a little bit. You know, maybe we pull a muscle, maybe we sleep wrong, you know, tweak our neck, stuff like that. You've got a couple of options. You can pop some pills and wait for a couple of hours for the pills to not work. You can go to the doctor, spend a bunch of money at the doctor, maybe get an injection. You know, you can do that. And sometimes that helps, but again, the cost, the the expense, the the pain that you have to deal with until you do that. Uh, the other thing that that you can do is you know just kind of grind your teeth and ignore it, hope it goes away, which it almost never does. But let's be honest, you don't deserve to deal with pain, do you? Go to allnaturalcbd.org, pick up the lotion. You can pick up the tincture, you can pick up the vape, but I'm telling you right now, for for any kind of a topical issue that you're dealing with, get the lotion. Do yourself a favor, just get the thousand milligrams. You don't need to worry about the 250 or the 500 milligrams. Just get the 1,000 milligrams at allnaturalcbd.org. When you get pain, you get some of this lotion, you rub it in where, where the pain is. That's it. It's a lotion, okay? So it's completely be absorbed by your skin. It's going to moisturize your skin just like any lotion would. And it's going to work within a few minutes to relieve that pain. It really is that quick. Now, there's some other options at this store that kind of work sometimes, but they smell they're goopy, they're oily, they're disgusting, you don't want them on you. This is an easy product to use, this is an affordable product to use, but more importantly, it works. Go to allnaturalcbd.org, use my promo code KC10 to save 10%. Allnaturalcbd.org, promo code KC10. All right, since we're talking about um, gangs and and that sort of thing with Clifton French, uh, let's uh, immediately pivot to another gang, Antifa. Harvard Harris Poll surveyed 1,778 registered voters. Would have been awesome if they had stopped too short of that. From February 23rd, uh, let's see, hold on a second. Wait, 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 wait. February 23rd through the th- 35th. Yeah, I don't, I don't think that's right. Anyway, in February, I think there's a typo there. They're saying February 35th. Uh, <laughs> in February. 
the Harvard Harris poll did a survey of almost 1,800 people. They found that 71% believe that Antifa is a domestic terrorist group. 71%. Now, this tends to happen when you commit acts of domestic terrorism. <laughs> people tend to have a negative view of your organization. And right about now is is where the you know the crazies in Antifa will tell you, do you like fascism? No. Well, then you're anti-fascist. You're Antifa. No, that's not how it works. 71% said, yes, they're a terrorist group. 29% said, no, they're not. Those 29% are either members or delusional. Which do you find more concerning, the violence in American cities during the summer or the riots at the Capitol on January 6th? 55% violence in the cities. 45% January 6th. So it's not like this is a, a poll of right-wingers who hate Antifa. I mean, there's a significant portion of them, almost half of the, the people in the poll, really hate what happened on January 6th. But yet, they understand that Antifa is not the way forward. So definitely check that out. Also, uh, in laughable displays of dishonesty today, uh, the FBI director, uh, Chris Ray said, there's no evidence that Antifa... And other left-wing groups played a role in the January 6th Capitol riot. Now, can I just, we need to pause for a second. Aside from the fact that we have 20 people who have been arrested and charged with the Capitol riot who are associated with Antifa and or BLM, we have one of them videotaping themselves dressed up as a Trump supporter with a Trump hat. They're an Antifa BLM activist breaking windows and encouraging a riot. We have it on camera. Oh, and you have the former head of Capitol Police saying that Antifa and other left-wing groups were involved in the planning of the Capitol riot and were involved in, in the not just the planning, but the execution of the Capitol riot. They rioted. Now, a couple of days ago, when you had the former Capitol Police chief telling everybody, yeah, Antifa and other left-wing groups were clearly involved in planning and doing all of this, they weren't the only ones, but they were clearly involved. That story got no attention in the national U.S. media. Director Ray going out there and going, there's no evidence that Antifa is on there. Uh, and Antifa had anything to do with January 6th, which we know is not true. It is demonstrably false. But he goes out there and says it. What's blanketed all over American media? Director Ray says Antifa wasn't involved in the Capitol riot. See, those Trump supporters are all crazy conspiracy theorists. Yeah, you just had the head of the Capitol Police at the time say yes they were that story got ignored the fbi is still who we thought they were at least at the leadership got more coming up news talk 95.3 michiana's news channel And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. A little bit later on, maybe at 4.45, possibly 5 o'clock, there is a new connection that has been discovered between the COVID vaccine and women's breast cancer. So, And, and this is coming from doctors, and there's actually new guidance that is being given to women because of the the connection, Okay. So we're going to go over that here either at uh, 4.45 or 5 p.m., depending on how this all goes. So just stay tuned for that. 
It's not coming from a blogger or anything like that. It's actually coming from the medical community. So we'll let you know uh, what the connection is with the COVID vaccine, uh, particularly Moderna and breast cancer in, in women. We'll talk about that here in just a little bit. All right. Um, why is, I guess we have to, we gotta hit a couple of, couple of similar items. Why is Amazon, what they, they just changed it, but Amazon was getting a, a little flack there because their, their new logo uh, looked like Adolf Hitler. Now I'm going to, for those who are on the, on the live stream, dlive.tv slash Casey, the host. All right. We're going to, we're going to show you what I mean here in just a minute. Just a minute. Okay. So you scroll down. Amazon quietly fixes their app logo after getting called out for blatant Adolf Hitler imagery. Now, of course, everybody's been, you know, making up this fake CPAC Nazi imagery thing with the stage and all that stuff. But look, look at this. All right. Now, I'm staring at the old Amazon app logo. Because they just changed the logo, and then they changed it again. All right, so the new app logo um, is just, you know, it's a box with a smiley face on there, but they have, like, green tape. <laughs> but the green tape is serrated, you know, like packing tape is. When you cut packing tape, it has a little, you know, sawtooth edge on it. And a bunch of people thought that a, what is that, cyan or teal blue, that somehow... The smiley-faced brown box with teal, with a teal piece of tape, looks like Adolf Hitler. Now, there's a couple of ways you can handle this if you're Amazon. So, if you have an appropriate level of testosterone in your sim- in your system and you're a man, uh, you handle this like a professional and you go, "Stop being stupid! It's a brown box with teal tape on it," and you go about your business. But if you're modern, woke, social justice warrior Amazon, you change the logo and you make <laughs> you make the tape just square and then you fold one corner up. And I know that I'm not describing this as, as great as many of you would like because it's radio. But if you have not seen this, again, dlive.tv slash Casey the host. I'll leave this up here for a little bit so you can see it. This is... There's a lot of absurd stories out there, but this is one of the most absurd things that I have I have read in a long time. Uh, this is almost as, well, okay, it, it's, it's even more silly than the Dr. Seuss thing. And by the way, people on the left and the right are going after Biden now over, he's canceled Dr. Seuss. Like six books for Dr. Seuss are not going to be published now. We, we mentioned yesterday that Dr. Seuss was being accused of racism and everything else. So the publisher is now no longer going to publish six Dr. Seuss books because of racial undertones and it's offensive and all of that stuff. And now Biden is straight up uh, canceling Dr. Seuss too from the, uh, you know, the national reading uh, foundation or whatever it is that they're doing. And it's just, people are just irritated, right? Everybody is getting irritated by this stuff. But if you look at this, like you're again, you're an extra special kind of dumb. If you think that this in any way, shape or form look like Adolf Hitler. First of all, it's it's not even where a mustache would be on the face. It's where, like, the bridge of the nose would be. Then you have a brown box and a teal piece of tape. But everybody, everybody's got to be offended about something, right? So Amazon caved. They tweaked their app. They changed the shape of the tape. 
just so you, with your fragile personalities, that you would not be triggered by the Amazon app logo reminding you of Charlie Chap, I mean, Adolf Hitler. That's how ridiculous our society is. It's almost like, look, here's how dumb our society is. Not only do we get upset about Amazon apps, but we actually think that it's okay for active criminals who routinely get arrested and (laughs) charged with felony crimes to dictate what police policy is in South Bend. Could you imagine if that were real and how insane that would be? I mean, that's almost as insane as this Amazon app thing. You got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. All right, good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's News Channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. Don't forget, we are live streaming at dlive.tv slash Casey the host. Based on my conduct today, that might be the only way for you to watch my content in the near future. <laughs> based based on how I've behaved, I don't know that the, uh, the company is going to be real happy with me. All right, so there is now you have to understand something i'll just lead off with this okay this is not coming from like an anti-vax conspiracy type website or anything like that this is actually coming from the medical community Uh, women if you are getting the vaccine or have had the vaccine particularly the moderna vaccine some new guidelines for mammograms have been issued uh, because of some concerning things that are developing in women's bodies after they get the vaccine which are, are tying tying the symptoms, if you will, to breast cancer. Now, I've seen some websites say, and, and they're technically not wrong. It's just that it reads very much like if you get the COVID vaccine, women are getting breast cancer. To our knowledge, that is not happening. But what is happening is there's a reaction in your lymph nodes and glands that are causing your body to mimic breast cancer after you get the vaccine. And what's happening is women, uh, they're getting the vaccine, and then all of a sudden they're finding lumps and they're going in and getting checked. Uh, now, luckily, there doesn't appear to be any any you know connection with the vaccine causing breast cancer, but it's scaring a lot of people. So some new guidelines have been issued for women. Uh, Intermountain Healthcare doctors announced new mammogram guidelines Tuesday in response to a surprising new side effect of the COVID-19 vaccine. They say women who recently received a COVID-19 vaccine may have to reschedule their yearly mammogram. When one receives a vaccination, there is an inflammatory response in the arm. That is according to Dr. Brett Parkinson, medical director of Intermountain Healthcare's Breast Care Center. Again, not a blogger, but an expert. In the past four weeks, doctors have seen swollen lymph nodes on screening mammograms for women of women who have recently been vaccinated. Whenever we see these as a normal screening mammogram, we call those patients back because it can either mean a metastatic breast cancer, which travels to the lymph node or lymphoma or leukemia. Okay, so when you get the vaccine, it causes this swelling of the lymph node, which normally under a normal mammogram process you would be called back for further screening for cancer. While inflammation is the body's normal response to a vaccine, Dr. Parkinson says that it's surprising how many swollen lymph nodes they've actually been seeing. With the Moderna vaccine, it's about 11% after the first dose and 16% after the second dose. So about 11% of women 
with the first dose, 16% of women after the second dose are showing these lymph nodes swelling, swelling up after getting the vaccine. We believe that it is comparable for the Pfizer vaccine as well, but they don't have that actual data, right? So they're, they've specifically been focusing on Moderna in that area. In response, Intermountain rolled out new guidelines in accordance with the Society of Breast Imaging. Women should get their mammogram before their first dose of the vaccine or wait four weeks after their second dose of the vaccine. Okay, We don't want these patients to get a false positive and have this sort of alarm uh, and stress. If there are worrisome symptoms such as suspicious uh, a suspicious lump, Dr. Parkinson says don't delay in getting a mammogram. So obviously you, you want to make sure that you, you get the mammogram. Um, yeah, probably wise for you to go ahead and get the mammogram first just so you get the all clear before you get the vaccine. And then if, if the lymph nodes swell up after that, you know, kind of wait four weeks and then go back and, and uh, you know, make sure that everything is okay. So again, this is, this is the, new, the new guidelines that have been issued by some health facilities because of a reaction in women's bodies with the lymph nodes after getting the, the vaccine. And it happened after the first shot, 11% of women. After the second shot, 16% of women. Uh, there is no direct correlation or tie to actual breast cancer with the vaccine, but obviously it would be too early to tell that anyway. It is something that has been a concern uh, going down the line with cancers and things like that with this type of a vaccine. But um, at the same time, this clearly triggers a response in the female body that causes concerns and can easily, easily scare somebody. So if you are a woman, um, <laughs> okay, I was going to go into a whole other thing about gender fluidity. I'm not going through. But if you're a woman, okay, a real woman, um, biological woman, and this is this is a concern, uh, then just take the appropriate steps, follow the guidance. I'll put this in the daily show prep like I do everything else I talk about, and you'll be able to go ahead and, and track it down. Uh, pretty easy to find, okay? But this is a new development with the vaccines that this is causing lymph nodes in women's bodies to swell up and is giving them... Um, you know, real scares about breast cancer because they're finding lumps. All right. So just keep an eye on it. If you choose to get the vaccine, obviously, uh, you're going to want to work around it and do it in the best way possible. So that way you don't get uh, a false positive or get alarmed and, and have to deal with that stress uh, over that period of time until you're finally, you know, potentially cleared. So I'll, again, put this in the daily show prep, but I have to remind everybody one more time. This comes from medical doctors. Okay, and it comes from the breast cancer screening organization. It doesn't come from a blogger or somebody else that you're always trying to say uh, this information comes from every time I pass it on to everybody. But just keep that in mind as you go forward and, and you are going to be potentially getting the vaccine. You might you might end up having a reaction in your lymph nodes. Okay, and they think it's the same for both, just so you know. All right. You watch the live stream, go to dlive.tv slash Casey, the host. Please click on that follow button. It doesn't cost you anything but your soul. That's all you have to do. Super easy. Just clickety-click on the uh, the follow button, and you'll get notified every time I go live. we got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel.